Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we study the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Colossians. Today is episode 596. Look at Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. Let's read our passage. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. This is Paul's letter to the church in Colossae. Paul's dealing with the problem in the church. Church is being led astray. That they're taking their eyes off of Christ as sufficient for everything. They're looking for answers in the wrong places. They're looking for special knowledge about how to be more spiritual. And they're trying to get these uh, to nuggets of knowledge from angels in some form. They're looking for uh, a method to be more spiritual by these ascetic practices where they're seeking self-denial in order to be more spiritual. They're looking to be more spiritual by practicing some of the Jewish requirements as far as the dietary laws and following the Jewish calendar. So in all, they're looking to be more spiritual, but they're not looking to Christ for that spirituality. They're looking in other places. And Paul's trying to get them back on Christ. So chapter 2, we finished last time. And chapter 2 is really laying out the problem. Now, I didn't define the problem really to what we would like and say, okay, this is the system that you were following. What he did was he poked holes in their system. So we have to look at the holes he's poking and from that kind of deduce what the problem is. But he was given the, the error of their thinking in chapter 2. Now, starting in chapter 3, he's given the solution. So what do we do instead? Instead of following these false ideas, do this. So chapter 3, starting in verse 1, he says, So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above. Where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. He says, so if. Is there a doubt if? You could translate the word he has translated as if as since, or even if can be taken in that idea of since, where it's assumed that you are. So you could say, since you've been raised with Christ, seek the things above. Some translations say, set your heart on the things above. Now, a direct translation is, seek the things above. But the, the nuance is not just looking for, but looking for with the objective to obtain. So there's this idea of you're trying to get a hold of the things above. You're not just looking for them, but you're looking to have them. The things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Now, where is Christ? Well, he is in heaven, so we're seeking heaven. Well, he's not so much saying seek heaven as is seek eternal life in heaven, but seek the things of heaven. So he said, seek the things above, and above is where Christ is. So seek heavenly things, or seek the things of Christ. Look to what God considers important. Look to what is part of God's plan and where God is going and what God is doing and make that your objective. He mentions that Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Now, right hand has kind of two nuances to it. One we see in Mark 14, 62, where Jesus is being interrogated by the high priest 
shortly before his execution. And Jesus said that you'll see the Son of Man coming, the right hand of power. So there's the idea of power in that nuance of the right hand. The right hand of God would be the primary position, the place of power. That's important because he's contrasting Christ with these other heavenly beings. And the other is just the idea of prominence. In Matthew 20 and Mark 10, one of them, the sons of Zebedee, come to Jesus and ask to be seated at his right hand and left hand when he comes into his glory. The other is their mother comes and asks Jesus for that thing. And the idea being that the right hand is the place of preeminence, the number one assistant. The left hand would be the number two assistant. And so they're desiring to be number one and number two in Jesus's kingdom. So that's the right hand would be the place of privilege, the, the place of authority. That along with the idea from Mark 14, the place of power. That's just descriptive of Christ's position. It's a position of power. It's a position of authority. It's a position of privilege, of preeminence. And remember, he's contrasting this with what they are looking to. They're looking to these rulers and authorities, these angelic beings to give them the lowdown on what true worship looks like and how to do that. He's saying, no, look to Christ for these things. Verse 2 says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Now, the reason some translations say, set your, in verse 1, set your heart on the things above is it's parallel to this, set your minds on the things above. So, heart and mind. Is there a difference? Well, yeah. Heart would be the, the desire, what drives you, where mind is thoughts. In fact, the literal translation is, think about these things above. Now, the Gnostics wanted to think about things above, but Paul's kind of poking at them, saying, okay, things above you're looking to think about aren't above enough. Go above where you're looking to Christ himself. And so set your minds on these things above, not on earthly things. So these two things here, verses 1 and 2, this is, these are the commands of this section. Seek the things above. Set your minds on the things above. Desire the things above. Think about the things above. That's what they're supposed to do. That explains a little bit in verses 3 and 4. Verse 3 says, For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Well, that seems kind of conflicted there. You died, but then your life is hidden. What's the deal here? Now, we understand what he means. You died in that you died with Christ. The old self died. The worldly self died. And you've been born again, as Jesus described in John chapter 3. You've been born again after dying to self, dying to the earthly self, dying to the worldly self. And you're now a new creation in Christ with eternal life. He says, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So it's with Christ in God. Now, your life hidden, what's he mean by that? That's hard to say exactly. I think the way he means this is that it's hidden from the world. So it's hidden from plain sight. And that, because the way he describes it, verse 4, we'll get to that in a minute. 
but also hidden for safekeeping. So like if something's in a, in a safe, locked up, it's hidden, but it's also safe. So your life's hidden with Christ in God. Now verse 4, he says, When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. So when Christ, who is your life, this is describing your life in Christ, when Christ appears, that is, when Christ appears to the world, then you also will appear. And so I think the, the best way to understand this is then you will appear, that is, your life will appear to the world. It's hidden now, your life in Christ will be fully observable by the world when Christ appears, and he is fully observable by the world. You'll appear with him in glory. Now, what's that actually mean? What's that actually look like? I don't know. But his point there is, you're to be concerned with spiritual things, with the things of Christ, not the earthly things. That's been the contrast, is the seeking earthly things. When he was given this hymn of Christ back in chapter 1, verses 15 to 20, he was making this contrast between the things of the world and the things of Christ. For the world is created, where Christ is the creator. And so seeking the things of the world is seeking that which is created, that which is temporary, that which will pass away. But instead seek the things of Christ, who is eternal, who is the one who created the world. So to pursue and think about the things of Christ, not the world, is to pursue the creator, not the created. And so, we'll boil that down to, so what about us? So, the two things he says to do here, seek the things above and think about the things above. How do you do that? Well, what's it mean by seek the things above? There he's talking about desiring, desiring enough to have. And I think the best way to understand that is the desire to actually know Christ. Because that's really the biggest deal with this, is the idea that sin separates us from God, and we're only reconciled with God through Christ. And so the desire is to know God, to know Christ. Know in a personal way. Not just know facts about him, but to know him. And then to think about the things above. I think it goes along with Romans 12 too. He says, don't be conformed to the patterns of the world but instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I think that goes along real well with this, of the things of the world. Well, don't get caught up in that, but instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So think about the things of Christ. And that's going to happen by actually filling your mind with the things of Christ. For us, that's, that's the word of God. We have directly for our consumption the Word of God, the Old Testament, New Testament, ways that prior generations could never dream of. You can have on your cell phone available hundreds of translations of the Bible and commentaries and all kinds of uh, scholarly articles and things. So there's, there's so much available to us that's never been available before. It wasn't that long ago that even having a printed Bible was a huge deal that up until 500 years ago bibles had to be copied by hand so the access we have to the word of god is incredible and 
there's no excuse to say we we can't engage with God's word. And that's how our mind is going to be renewed, along with Romans chapter 12, verse 2. The renewal of your minds is going to be through the word of God, thinking about the things above. But just that, it's not a matter of gathering facts. It goes back to that, seek the things above, which is related to set your heart on the things above. That is desire not just to know about Christ, but to actually know Christ. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time. So continue working through Colossians.